Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to Kill Tony here at DeathSquad.tv. Big news, guys. Comic-Con 2014 at the American Comedy Company. We are uh, going there for, our, I think, our third year in a row. But we have a big announcement. You guys already know that on July 23rd, Kill Tony's going to be there. First time ever at the American Comedy Co. And it's followed by an episode of Thunder Pussy. And then the following day, July 24th, we are having a huge comedy show. Now, you guys already knew all this shit, but guess what? Burt Kreischer is going to be joining us all three shows, all two days. Dude, that's huge. And that means this will probably sell out. So, get your tickets now. Don't wait. Go to DeskSquad.tv or AmericanComedyCode.com. Get them now. Again, that's July 23rd. We have Kill Tony, followed by Thunder Pussy. And then the following day... We have a Death Squad Super Show, so get it now. Also, we need help. Death Squad is almost out of money. Yep, it sucks. I know. You know, I'm just not selling the t-shirts that we used to now, that, you know. But we have a studio auction. These are limited edition items. Uh, like, we got this Death Squad, this new t-shirt. It's just a beta test shirt. Only made 50 of them. So if you're a collector, get on that. We also have a couple other things, like we have a hat. That's on there right now. Uh, we have a couple cell phone cases for your iPhones and a poster. Um, anyways, check it out. Go to DeskSquad.tv. Click on Studio Auction at the top. Or click on the Shop Squad icon if you just want to get the new Desk Squad shirt. Anyways, figure it out yourself. DeskSquad.tv. And now, here's a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Hey, this is Red Band coming to you live from the world famous comedy store for a brand new episode of Kill Tony Volume 2. Give it up to Tony Oscar! This thing on, there we go. Yeah. Everybody, hi, everyone. Hi. Fuck yes, I love it. How exciting. It's a special Monday. This is uh, episode 50 of Kill Tony, everybody. Yeah, big 5-0. Episode 50. One and, for each state. And the State of the Union is strong. Wait, Patriot, not yet. Josh. What is, what what you, is what going doing, on? Dude? Everyone's What's being going on? Real You're already confused. blowing it, Josh. It's all happening, buddy. It's already begun. <laughs> <laughs> Josh already dropping the ball after he spilled tequila on me last week directly, which th- there's video of that on <laughs> the uh, episode. Uh, yeah, that's that episode 49, I guess. So yeah, was that 50? No, that, that that was 49. Yeah, you're but right. The, the, the video should be. I think right. the, I guess it's not out yet, but, no, it, it but the video up. will be. Yeah, we, I had we, to, we had to film the first uh, half of the episode using an iPhone. Yeah. And I, I think I caught Josh. It, it was so funny. In the motion, right here, yeah, from right there. He puts it right on the corner of the table. Yeah. Really, well, really blew it. Yeah. But uh, keep it going for Josh Martin, everybody. He tries to, keep, uh, tries to keep everything on its hinges. Great guy, Josh Martin. So, uh, hell yeah, guys. Thank you, live audience, for coming out and sitting so far away. Uh, <laughs> I, nothing better than having the front of the room empty. Really big confidence booster. <laughs> Always exciting. I really can feel that energy because I have long reach. So 
Fuck yeah. Anyway, um, what happened this weekend? What's going on in the um, world? Anything? Yeah, we I got to, uh, we did an episode of Thunder Pussy and Benji went crazy on uh, uh, oh, some Oh, that was a Thunder hecklers. Pussy. Or not Thunder Pussy, uh, Ice House Chronicles. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's weird. We had a good friend of ours have to deal with an annoying group of hecklers and then we had to deal with the aftermath of a comedy club not backing the comic. You know what I realized lately is that the heckler hecklers are... I feel like, I mean, I, this is just a newer theory that I have. By the way, I just celebrated seven years of doing stand-up comedy, guys. Oh. Which is interesting. It's fun to have been doing something seven years. I don't think I've ever done that. Okay. Anyway, but uh, something I noticed lately is I think the hecklers are heat, like, like animals. I think that when it starts getting warmer out, People get chimier because they get a little bit drunker. They get a little bit hotter. The fucking chemicals are rolling, so they think they have something that they want to say. Yeah, I, I, and they also—it always happens when you come in groups too. Like if you have more than four people, more yeah. than four people in a group, yep. that becomes a party. Right. And so now you have like this party aspect of like, damn, we have a whole table. We actually are a party. Yeah. And uh, it's they, like Game of Thrones. Yeah. The pack gets bigger and shit gets crazy. Yeah. But it was uh, interesting. <laughs> it was interesting having to deal with that. But uh, if you if you're listening to this, you can always check out Ice House Chronicles because Benji literally gets off stage thinking he's about to get shot from this gang of Mexicans. Mm-hmm. And uh, luckily, we had Big Earl Kennedy there. Uh, oh, that's great. Yeah. He's a he's a he's a force uh, to be reckoned with as far as like what you th- visually think he's capable of. But right. But he's a big softy on the inside, so that's funny that he was the one yeah. chosen. And then he went, and then Benji went on uh, the podcast, and like almost just shake. You could tell I was shaking. It's up a shame was. it wasn't yeah. a thunder pussy because yeah. it would have been great to have the video of him right. getting heckled and him like because Benji's great at laying into people. You know, he's on team evil roast with me. Like it's like he just sees the stuff that he holds back and doesn't say is the funniest stuff that like he'll only say to a top. You know. Anyway, you guys get it. I'm sure this live audience is a blast tonight, Brian. I think <laughs> I know it's great, right? We had 17 uh, <laughs> reservations tonight. Did you know that? Yeah. 17 reservations, and I'm pretty sure that there's not 17 people in here. Uh, yeah. But it feels like 18. Maybe they uh, were on like Malaysian taxis or something. That's it. That's one of our new sponsors. Malaysian Airlines, Crystal Geyser, and McDonald's, everybody. We still got McDonald's. I'm loving it. They make me say that part. It's so weird that you do that. I was listening to an old episode the other day, and you really went into it because you were reading my cup, Mm -hmm. and you were just like, free Wi-Fi at all locations. I just think it's the funniest thing. that I want to see if like McDonald's attorneys will send us something like, can you not mention our product on... (laughs) I think it's so funny that McDonald's like this huge corporation, and I'm saying that... uh, Right, because then we would have to acknowledge it. Or right. Because th- then we get to acknowledge it. That it makes me wonder if they'll complain about us backing their product. Right. Like, like if they're like, uh, I don't know if you know this, but um, like we work with the Olympics and things like that. Uh, <laughs> you're a live podcast. Uh, what's that, queefing? The que- <laughs> yeah. What's the queefing? Well, let's just put it this way. We don't get it. Um, but we love you, McDonald's. All the time, especially your new strawberry banana iced tea mix uh, debuting next month only 
at McDonald's. <laughs> I'm loving it. Uh, and don't forget the shamrock fries. They're not just old fries. When is St. Patrick's Day? It already happened. Oh. <laughs> it just happened. That wacky St. Patrick, he gets by me sometimes. He was like a big deal, I guess. Anyway. Uh, you don't know what you did for St. Patty's Day? No, what did I do? I don't even know what I don't even know what time of the year that is. Isn't that weird? I am I I'm trying to remember what I did. We probably did something. When's St. Patrick's Day, guys? Feel f- March. That was like recent. Holy shit! What day did it fall on? What What day did it fall on? Anybody know that? What happened? Say St. Patrick's Day just disappeared, huh? It was a Monday. You was up here. We did a kill Tony on St. Patty's Day. <laughs> did we really? And we didn't even acknowledge it once. Did we acknowledge it? No? Are you serious? Even weirder yet, we're just finding out that it was St. Patrick's Day now. <laughs> no, I this is that. some crazy shit. Wow. That's scary. What, what, what did we drink in Dallas? I'm telling you, man. Something. Fucking concrete cowboy. That just keeps coming up every episode. That comes up more than McDonald's. We, Brian and I got roofied. When, we're pretty sure when we did a road trip. We have no idea who roofied us. We came in contact with like you know 200 people, yeah. and uh, we were fucking destroyed. Something terrible happened that night. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. It's kind of like it was bad, bad when you when you're a kid and you, you got molested, but you don't remember because you're regressing it. I think something really bad happened that weekend to us. I don't know what that's like. But but uh, but what's weird is like if you take all the photos of all the people I do remember and put it on the table, it could go either two ways, like awesome or what the fuck did we do? Yeah, it was a weird one. I've never had that happen. We should probably get tested. <laughs> Dallas. That place is fucked up. By round of applause, how many of you have been to Dallas? It's a lot of people. All right, fuck it. A lot of people from Dallas, a lot of famous people, uh, a lot of popular people. I love Dallas. You know, and I, there was even Dallas is such a great city that they even had a TV show named Dallas. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's a shame I can't think of any major people from Dallas. But Boss, anyway, wasn't Boss Hog from Dallas? Boss Hog. Yeah, wasn't he? It feels like he was. Not the show. No, the the guy from the Dukes of Hazard. Oh, he was from Dallas. Boss Hog. Uh, guys, let's get this fun train moving along. Um, that was a, uh, we call that our monologue because you can catch mono while we're in the middle of it. Uh, with no further ado, every week we have a brand new patriot representing a different uh, species of some kind, a different take on an awesome, awesome character. This week, it's very, very exciting to introduce his first time as the patriot. Put your hands together for the Iranian patriot, Hormoz Rashidi. Oh, shit. There's some blatant Middle Eastern dancing. Oh, my goodness. Very Middle Eastern. Oh, shit. He's Iranian as fuck. Yeah. How's it going, buddy? Very good. (laughs) Very good. Very good. Fuck yeah. I love that uh, he's blatantly the Iranian patriot because you can see his hairy arms sticking through his sleeves. Yeah, and his... And, his bram, 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 bram. <laughs> and I don't think that's his speaker. I think that's just his pubic hair. Fuck yeah. Too soon. 
soon. <laughs> Never too soon for uh, an Iranian, right? Never too soon. Maybe tower too soon with you guys. <laughs> oh, shit. Pretty sure that's our... Pretty sure a plane's going to fly into the belly room, everybody. <laughs> I love it. So tough, so Iranian. Then he's got to giggle like a little girl. <laughs> You're like a baby getting tickled. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, we're happy to have you, Hormoz. Uh, thank you for... Wait, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, Hormoz Rashidi. Oh, yeah. Hormoz Rashidi, guys. Fucking... Oh, they don't really like him that much. I think they're yeah, scared. The, yeah, everybody is sort of turned off by the Iranian... What are you, what's the problem with the Patriot, guys? You're not feeling it? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Iran! 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 Damn. That's, uh, normally that gets a big round of applause at this club, but uh, surprised it's not. Um, luckily, we're going to have a lot of fun uh, throughout tonight's episode, so thank you for joining us. I'm glad that you're our patriot, and uh, to me, you're the finest patriot and a that great, I've ever seen. And a great Uber driver. Yes, Probably. definitely. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I love having... I love having a good Iranian uh, friend wearing seven-year-old pajamas, uh, fully committed. And that's what it's all about. But that's not what the show's about, guys. It's about stand-up comedy, everybody. <laughs> Yay! And I'm so excited to have uh, two of my funniest friends on tonight's show. Uh, this is very exciting. Um, so what do you say we meet them, huh, guys? Tonight's guests are two of my very best friends, everybody. It's the great Bob Oshak and Steven Glickman. It's amazing. Bob Oshak. Considered by many a comic's comic. A cold-blooded assassin. And Steven Glickman, a hilarious guy. Like me, used to work at the comedy store and then went on to big fun things. We both did. Are you talking about You worked at the comedy store? Get the fuck out of here. You, no, you worked at the comedy store also? Yeah. I was what in, did you do here? I was in cover booth for seven years. Get what? the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. Seven my first shit. time. I moved out here in September of 94. I did an open mic two days after I moved out here. I do the open mic. Finish. It goes well. I don't know. Barris was emceeing. Don Barris was emceeing. Freddie Soto working the door. A guy named Jason Hart's working the booth. You know, some guys. And uh, then I went to the bathroom, and the manager comes next to me at the urinal, and he says, great job. Mitzi wants you to work here. Okay? <laughs> I've been in town for two days. Two days. The manager of the comedy wow. store tells me Mitzi wants me to work there. What I didn't know is she wanted me to work in the cover booth. Right. So basically, she wanted me to work as a ticket taker. Yeah. And I wound up working as a ticket taker for seven years before I became a regular here. Wow. But Jeez. I guess there's something about my comedy that didn't really come across as funny as much as it did uh, trustworthy with money. <laughs> right, right. You know? So, but that's how I landed. I had to work the cover booth here for a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. It's a compliment of sorts. Yeah. She doesn't let a lot of comics around the revenue stream. Right. <laughs> so take it, as a, take it as a compliment. We're a select fraternity. I was not allowed anywhere near the cover <laughs> case, booth. Case in point. Just case in, in case point. you're wondering. They were like, how's your math skills? And I was like, I can't spell math. So I'm not going to... What did you do? I worked as the phone secretary in Ooh. the office, and I took uh, with where Tommy is right now, yeah. and uh, 
and I would take everyone's avails every week. And I actually had to, I was the one who had to call uh, Rogan and tell Rogan he was banned because of the uh, because of the fight shit. between him and uh, I had to do that call. What, and what was that call like? It was fucking rough, dude. I call him up and I'm like, "Hey, oh, so like Mitzi calls me and she's like, uh, tell Rogan he can't. Pro- I don't know. I'm doing a voice, but <laughs> you like are. you can't tell him he can only perform here on the weekdays, not the weekend. And I was like, okay, wow. all right, no problem. So I call him. I'm like. Hey, Joe. And he's like, all right, give it to me straight. What happened? I was like, Mitzi said you can only perform here on the weekdays, not the weekend. And he was like, all right, all right, no problem. And I was like, okay, bye. Phone rings again. And I'm like, comedy store. And it's Pauly. And he's like, hey, bro, call Rogue and tell him he's banned for life from the club. <laughs> oh, and, I'm, and I'm like, Pauly, I can't do that because I just called him because Mitzi, your mom, just called <laughs> to say he's only banned on the, uh, on the weekends. And have Paul you ever like, heard this story before? This I, is like, I, I, I have yeah. heard a That's version amazing. Of it, yeah. You're like the middleman in this amazing oh, moment yeah. in stand-up history. Yeah, so Paulie was like, you got to call him, bro. Tell, he's like, you got, I'm the boss, bro. <laughs> call him and tell him he's wow. fucking banned, bro. So I called Rogan. I was like, you're banned for life. That's what Paulie <laughs> just told me to tell you. And Rogan, <laughs> and Rogan goes like this. What's about to happen to you <laughs> is going to be rough. And I was like, to me? And he was like, I'm really sorry. And he took all the phone numbers from the phone list, because there's like five lines that call into here. Yeah. And he gave all the, all the information out to all of his fans and told them to call in and tell us that we were pieces of shit. <laughs> so I'd answer up. I'd be like, comedy store. I'd be like, fuck it! Be like, be like, oh, really? Really? <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> Hello? Suck it! For like two weeks, that's how it was. It was fucking gnarly. (laughs) That is amazing. I also had to fire, uh, I also had to ban Michael Richards for for life from the club. I had to call him too. Mitzi made me call him and he was like, he was like, hello. And I was like, hey Michael, uh, Mitzi told me to tell you that you're banned for life. And he was like, I know. And then just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I really liked you outside. Hello? It was just over. Yeah, actually, uh, he was here, uh, and he did a set before he did the famous uh, set over there. Oh, yeah. I guess and, he had uh, a rough I, one here, huh? Yeah, and I watched that set and then talked to him a little bit out back, and he was with this girl, and they, it was just he just seemed very w- out of it. That's what I'll say, out of Jeez. it. And then uh, I called Rogan that night, and I'm like, dude, Get down to the comedy store right now. Michael Richards is with this crazy person, and they're both really messed up. You know, like, I, I, fucked up. They're fucked up. Both of them are really fucked up. And then uh, he's like, no way, or whatever. And then he, Michael Richards got in a car or whatever and went down to the Laugh Factory and did the end rant thing. So it was just like I knew something was happening that night with him because he was that fucked up. That's amazing. They're That's amazing. How lucky up. you are to be that cra- that phone guy for two crazy spots like that. I had two weird moments. Those were my two weirdest moments, I think. Also, there was a moment where uh, I'll never forget when I first started working here, Tommy, I said to Tommy, hey, uh, uh, I don't want to be like a, like a tattletale or something, but uh, PJ Stansberry was smoking marijuana <laughs> in, the, in the hallway. And, and Tommy goes, 
We're just happy he's not doing cocaine anymore. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my good friend and uh, one of the greatest human beings in the world, wow. Rowdy Roddy Piper, is here. A real honor, sir. Okay. Holy nice shit. How's it going, buddy? How you doing? That is amazing. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Wow. <laughs> Phenomenal. Hi, Roddy. <laughs> How's everybody doing? This Good. Awesome. Oh, been on the road. How's that going? Uh, I did this silly series called Legend House. Yeah, I'm obsessed with it right now. I've been telling everybody about it. True. Has anybody seen this show, Legends House, on the new WWE Network, guys? Big show, huh? You're so fucking missing out. It's okay, well, I did Wife Swap the week before. <laughs> Celebrity. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, they don't tell you. And so I'm trying to figure out, and the lady, well, they dry, uh, fly one one way, the other the other way. I'm supposed to make them walk, I suppose, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> how else are you going to get them there, Rod? And you don't know. Huh, stick with me now. You've got to give me a little bit, all right? Wrestler. <laughs> when Andre the Giant comes, you'll appreciate my ass. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Legends House. Thank you, Legends House. Boy, uh, it was really hard. They locked me up for for a month with uh, uh, seven other guys. But <laughs> sounds like a kind of a porn, doesn't it? <laughs> you know him? I used to. It's truth. Like this kid here. Uh, we'll just change this whole format around. Watch, I'll give you like one of the most beautiful stories you've ever heard. And it's this kid here. So I, I'm, they put me here, Jimmy Kimmel has a sense of humor and put me in here to get me ready for a one-man show on Broadway. I ended up, you know, like I don't drink, you know, anymore or nothing. And that's all you do here is drink. So I taught myself the piano. I can't do fucking stand-up comedy where shit, though. Uh, and this kid... Used to park cars and working his way up. And so he's very shy. And he brought me over one time. And he says, I've got to tell you. <laughs> I'll cry, man. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh boosh. Uh, and he go, when he's a little boy, he just him and his mommy. And they were very poor. And what he would do is he would have his pillow. And he, for like five, six hours, he just wrestled the shit out of this pillow. And every time he got it down, he'd go, Mom, count! And she, her from, I talked to her. Her from the kitchen go, one, two, three. I would, and he did that for years. Yeah. And he was starving, so I took him over to a Denny's. <laughs> this is true. You, and you, you don't even know him. the half of that story. This story has been told on podcasts before, but from my point of view, which is even crazier, which... You know the time that you took me, so I was down and out. I had hit. It was the. I'd been grinding it out here. I'd been working here. This is an awesome story. I swear to God, I've only got a couple of them, but this is a good one. And crazy thing is, is that I had run out of everything. Like I'm the kind of guy that would rather not work a day job and fucking struggle to figure out the next thing than to be miserable and sell my soul. At that point, I was too deep into stand-up at the time. This is like, I don't know, five, four or five years ago. Anyway, 
But it was like, so I was done working a job, but I was still just doing stand-up and working here and getting fucked. And I'd run out of all money possible, like money, money, like turn in change for food. I mean, there was probably a paycheck coming in a few days from here or whatever, but I was done, done. And I laid down on my air mattress that was in Amy Hawthorne's living room. And I laid there in the afternoon and I was out of all money and I didn't have another meal coming and i for the first i mean i'd been hungry and broke before in that little time span because it just happened but this time i'm like you know what i'm not going to go chase down a meal i'm just going to lay here and just see what happens like i was like done i just literally for the first time sort of just given up and uh a few hours later my phone rang with piper who said his first words were can I take you out to dinner? And uh, and that and then the next Look what became and then the it. next day I got an awesome, very well paying writing gig. So it worked out everybody. That's the moral of the story. But that's a true one. I I was actually like giving up. Just laying what's more depressing than laying in a fucking air mattress and in a in a Hollywood living room? And uh, and then it's it was it was literally like you knew. That's a fucking awesome story. Yeah, it's because a good one. So mm-hmm. Well, first off, Roddy and Tony, I'd try to fit a few more punchlines. <laughs> um, it got deep. Uh, it did get deep. So, I mean, <laughs> I try to go like 20, 25 seconds between laughs. So, right. But right. it was it had heart. So it was really good. So, like a prop. Thanks a lot, like a, man. It's, it, good luck with everything. Yeah, like, like a, a great a great like prop would help. <laughs> It'd be awesome. That's what, we're, that's what we're supposed to do. That's right. I love it. That's what we're supposed to do, right? Uh, all yep. right. Well, <sighs> Poof, I don't drink. <laughs> now what am I going to do? Piper, you want to watch some stand-up comedians with us? You well, your show over? That, are you trying to... You are kicking me out. No, no, we love you. Here's what we're going to do. I'll let's, go. Let's, I love the stand-up comedians. You know? They don't want me, I'll just take my jacket and go. Give, give, give him a chair. Why don't we just yeah. all squeeze in? How's yeah. that? Can we get an extra chair? Will you help out comedians with some advice? Do you have a few yeah, minutes? Yeah, come on, Roddy. Please. Come sit here. Come here. Come here. Here's what happens, Piper. Been on the road there, big guy. Hey. Wow. <laughs> this is really happening. This is the greatest. This is I the greatest. feel really good Ladies about Ladies and gentlemen, Rowdy Roddy Piper is in the room, everybody. I don't know. If you guys are half as excited as I am right now, then you've already then you have come running down your leg at the thought of Roddy Piper being here. I just watched They Live like three days ago for the <laughs> five thousandth time, and I was like, I did not know he was going to be here, so I immediately. <laughs> Me neither. This is the yeah. greatest surprise it's ever. This awesome. is episode fifty of my show, awesome, Piper. The coolest. I'm sorry. This is episode fifty of this show. Fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty, baby. You betcha. <laughs> this is so violent. Piper, here's how it works. Let me, let me. This is this is the format. So in this bucket, a, bu- a bunch of open mic or a bunch of comedians who were signing up for the open mic downstairs also signed up for this show. Now downstairs, if they get picked, they get put on a list and they do three minutes in front of that room. On this show, if they get picked out of this bucket, they come from wherever they are in the room. They do one minute of stage time with that mic and mic stand right there. And uh, they do stand-up for just a minute. We don't interrupt during that 60 seconds. They know their 60 seconds is up when they hear the sound of a kitten. Did you hear that? That's 60 seconds. You're a sick puppy, you are. (laughs) And then if they run the light after that, they bring out the angry West Hollywood bear. 
<laughs> it's an angry, angry bear tonight. Um, so, and then after that minute's up, we talked to them about how we felt about their minute. Like we just, uh, what any constructive critic feelings? Oh man. No, no, it's it's not about. It, it, there's no winner or loser. It's not a contest. It's just constructive criticism in any way. Anything you liked about them? Anything you want to find out about them? Uh, anything you would add or take away or anything? It's just. We just throw it out there, and they can take and leave whatever they want. And then we pull another name out of the bucket. Many mistakes I got, I can't throw many rocks. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it easy on the kids. You throw all the rocks you want. Yeah. You've literally thrown rocks before. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I've seen that. <laughs> all right. So uh, what do you say? Are we going to get it yeah. started? You'll, hel- it. You'll, give s- you'll help out some uh, young stars Absolutely. tonight with us? Absolutely. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 50 of mm. Kill Tony. Featuring Rowdy Roddy Piper, Stephen Glickman, and Bob Oshak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Iranian patriot Hormoz Rashidi. Your first comedian doing a minute tonight goes by the name of Jared Levin. Yeah! Jared Levin just missed his spot, which means he's blacklisted. That's what happened. Nobody knows how to blow it up like the Iranian Patriot, guys. <laughs> Put your hands together for your neck. First comedian, David Bass, everybody. Hello. Hey, I'm David Bass. How are you guys doing tonight? Great. Last name's Bass, like the fish. Bass, like the ale. Um... Some famous people have the last name, uh, Lance Bass. I just found out we're, we're related. Um, his ancestors are my ancestors, slave owners. Still waiting for that check. Um, just, flew out of, uh, just flew back from Alabama, Mobile, Alabama. And boy, my arm's tired of black people. <laughs> my whole family is from there, where all the black people are from. Where they should be, am I right, white people? I'm kidding. I love, I love white people. You, um, do you prefer to be called Caucasians? Yeah? Someone told me that. Like a, a Caucasian is like an Asian, but like with a bigger package. It's a, it's a compliment, really. Except for the Asians. Are there any Asians here? No? That's a good thing. Um, let's see. Where should I start with this? Um, um, uh, I was thinking about this. I was watching uh, the Food Network today, and I was watching Rachel Ray make uh, one of her famous dishes within a half hour, which took me like two hours to make. Um, she, she was making... Oh, good. Fuck yeah, David Bass, everybody. Thank you. Thank you very oh, much. Good. Thank you. How long have you been in L.A.? Um, a few weeks now. Oh, awesome. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, uh, too. Hell how, yeah. And how long have you been doing stand-up for? On and off, a few years. Yeah. Lethargically, terribly. Hey, you're, we, ma- you're making it happen. You know. Yeah. <laughs> One day at a time. Absolutely. Were you doing it in Mobile or no? I was doing it in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Okay, for how well, long? How long again? A few years on and off. Well, five years. I haven't been counting. You know, sometimes I take some uh, take breaks and like you know, work at a restaurant until I get fired, and then I go back to stand up comedy. Ah, it's multitasking. It's like you look for comedy, you write some jokes, you write some resumes, mm-hmm. you work a job. Yeah. Oh sure. Do you ever talk about uh, your? Job history when you're. Uh, doing I was writing. Stand-up? I was um, 
it's funny that you asked. I was writing this book called, uh, it's called The Resume. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, um, it's, a, it's an 8 by 11 uh, memoir of, uh, you know, a Bostonian's past failures, you know. It's, uh, I'm not, it's not selling well. I'm just giving it away. Um, they're constantly being accepted. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What do you want to do? Do you want to be a stand-up comic or not? Yeah, I mean, I've always wanted... At first, I wanted to write. I was, like, writing these uh, little chronicles, these little, like, gay chronicles about these boys, and then I was drawing doodles for it. Uh-huh. And then I ended up, uh, ended up, like, judging for stand-up comedians. I was, like, judging comics at a sushi bar in Boston on Boston Street. And ended up doing stand-up, and I was actually pretty good at it, on and off, you know? And so, um, yeah. So I, you I do like want to be in it to win it. You yeah, are, yeah, you I, are I, actually... I'm in it, I'm in how often are you going up on stage? Um, not a lot here. I've been a little, bash, little bashful, a little shy. Okay. Um, the Don't guys be. are the guys are hustlers here, and I, you know it's hard to it's hard to get in. Yeah, but if you make it here, you can make it anywhere, right? I heard That's that in New York one time. Like this one time in New York, I heard that one time. But like, yeah, just you're, be in it. To, yeah, I would just say uh, you, you kind of uh, you're very likable. Play towards that. Do you agree with me? Yeah, yeah. you're a likable guy. You got a likable thing. Yeah, and you, you got, got a likable face. I don't You're know if I... I like your face. Thanks. Piper, what do you think of Dav- David Bass? He's lens. sort of like a... The shoulders are nice. <laughs> I just started working out. Wow. So, yeah. So yeah. far. So far. Well, let's check out the hair. Let's see the hair. <laughs> oh, um, I'm, uh, I'm doing this thing where I'm... Sort of like a Virgil, right? I'm, I'm shaving, oh, yeah, I'm shaving off the hair right here so it looks like I'm balding. But later on, I'm just going to shave the whole thing, and I'll be hot again. That's a good, solid move. Thanks. You should shave your whole head. That's probably going get, to get be good. I'll do it later on. And tonight. then just leave the sideburns. Yeah, like, like little chops. Right yeah, here. that's the move, man. Right. I like that. Then you can look just like me. You guys have any like like comedy advice? Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> you, you the... give you more advice on your looks. I can just do that. <laughs> Sorry. Unfortunately, I, I model. unfortunately <laughs> looks are about 90% of the battle making it in comedy nowadays. Really? So, uh, seriously, I, yeah, I, I could probably give you a bunch of uh, material advice. That's all going to evolve. But truthfully, if you want to make it in stand-up comedy, just... Honestly, don't take this the wrong way. Don't wear shorts on stage. Yes, that's 100% right. true. Literally. I, I'm not dry. I mean, literally, wear, just dress a little nicer and then hit the material a little stronger. You have a good vibe you to you. You buttoned your shirt positive. wrong, too. You know that, right? It's, it's, it's leg day, for one thing, and, and, there's, and there's snap-on. It's a snap-on shirt, so I'm kind of just like half-assing it, like my comedy. No, no, it's because you wore it one button up. I'm fixing it now. No, you know what? There are... Look... <laughs> This is a this is a fine place to come and perform at, and there are but there are lots of other places in town to like you know to, to, to it is so true yeah, though Dre- dressing the part is a very big it's deal very and that's key, one of the yeah. things that Piper taught me Piper always dresses the part even this when it's the, too hot outside to wear a leather jacket he's that's always part of doing it, man. it. <laughs> that's what that's what comes with being it. who you are remember you when wear he that went through jacket. that snowsuit phase you know, it was I, rough I, in the I summer did. <laughs> went there was a lady named Ella Fitzgerald uh-huh. and she told me give them a good beginning and a great ending and they'll forgive a lot in between <laughs> so if you come up here and instead of I know you're trying to find them have one that works put it in your pocket yeah. Then you know, the, the, the race thing right from the top, they weren't warm enough. It was funny. Just weren't warm enough. And then have a way to get out of it, and it'll give you the confidence in the middle. 
Thank and you one so other much. one other thing Fuck about Ella yes. Fitzgerald. <laughs> yeah, Roddy it's true. Piper. Ella yeah. Fitzgerald. This is totally. amazing. That's Jedi shit. Yeah. Right there. Yeah, exactly. Good advice. This is, this is a great format for you, Pipes. This is going to be good. This is this, I love it. Uh, David, thank you so much. You. Please thank sign you, up again. Come back you again soon. You did a great this job. This is awesome. You did a good thing that you did with your good face. You know, I've told uh, I've told so many people like David Twitter when oh David Bass is uh, D Lee Bass on Twitter by the way guys D Lee Bass he's only Bass. been in town a couple weeks I see charisma um, but uh, you want a coke Josh can uh, we get a coke for pipes thank you so much no straw <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you saying. Um, nothing. Hurtful. Deposition. Yes, no, I do not recall. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that don't know, uh, on top of being one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time, sorry to mention this, Piper, I'm sure you get annoyed everywhere you go, but also he was the first wrestler to establish uh, an improvisational show from within the mainframe, within the mainframe of pro wrestling, which was called Piper's Pit, where he would interview other wrestlers, and you improvised most of that, right? All of it, especially the screaming, the high pitch screaming. <laughs> they were killing me. The uh, yeah. the the well, high pitch. Yeah, just the, you know, that was very. It became very competitive because the first guy I had on, there were some rules you're not supposed to say about other guys. I'll give you one. If you if you're fighting some guy, you're young and he's a little older. You know, every time he passes the cemetery, two guys chase him with shovels. Don't say that about him. <laughs> Does nothing for business, and you get the dog knocked out of you for it. But thank you so much. But so uh, this Piper's Pit, I didn't know what to say because I just didn't know. And there was this Puerto Rican gentleman right here named Frank D. Williams. And I'm going, like, you know, it's live and long a lot of folks. And uh, I, what am I going to say? And I said, so where are you from? And Frankie Williams, the only Puerto Rican I know, has got freckles. In the thickest, <laughs> in the thickest Puerto Rican accent, he said, "I'm a, from a Columbus, Ohio." We're rolling, baby. <laughs> you got it, but you suck as a wrestler. You should have been a shoemaker. And he fought me and fought me and like I got him on back like the ouch, you bastards! And looked at me. Every time you think you got all the answers, I change the fucking questions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that oh, made shit. history. <laughs> That's just how that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> All right, let's keep rocking. Your next comedian uh, doing a minute. Put your hands together for Tyler Mesnara. Yeah, Tyler. Thank you. Uh, I'm from Montana, and I uh, moved here to L.A., which, as you can imagine, it's a hard transition. You know, going from a place that always survives movie apocalypses to a place that never does. It's tough. Like, like I lived in such a flyover state, like the, the aliens from that movie, Independence State, they flew over us, you know? They, they could have just, just cruised by and turned on their little city blaster and probably got us, but like the alien in charge was just like, no, don't even waste the alien gas. We gotta go to Houston. Houston, they blew up Houston in that movie. I had no idea the stakes were so high until I moved to Los Angeles. Like, they blew up Houston. What's left? Albuquerque? Nothing. No idea. You know, uh, that's how that happens. <laughs> Let me call that good. 
That's I forgot, I forgot the last part. Um, is that... You have something, Bob? Don't give up. Keep going. Until you, you hear that yeah. fucking cat. Do yeah. not give up. Yeah. For God's going. sakes. Do Look another one. Notes. Do whatever one more. you got to do, Tyler. Do not right. give up. Sure. Don't bail do before the time. light. We got Roddy Piper here. I'll be goddamn if you're going to leave before that light. All right. You do, the, you do one more joke, or I'm right. going to punch you in the face. The best, <laughs> best thing happened to me the other day. I uh, was in my car listening to NPR, and uh, it was right after the Oscars, and the lady says, uh, oh, this is, a, this is amazing. Steve McQueen, director of 12 Years a Slave, the first African-American to ever win Best Director. Another woman interrupted her and said, oh, actually, he's British. Then she immediately said, oh, I'm sorry, first black guy. <laughs> drop the mic, drop the mic, drop the mic. <laughs> put your arms in the air. Oh, hell put your arms in the air. Silence. It's Silence. bravado, brother. It's bravado. All that's missing with you is the bravado. Yeah. You are a fucking gift to them, not the other way around. Yeah, Remember bro. that. Remember that. You came out here from fucking Montana? Yeah. Are you kidding me? And you're going to walk off stage before you do the full minute? Never again. I never want to see you before you end. You do it. You are our... You are... You know, dude, yeah. you were that's dude. That shit's hysterical, and don't and it don't pussy out on the fucking Independence Day joke. That movie was made. That movie made a bajillion dollars. They play it every Independence Day. It is a fucking shitty movie. I still tell jokes about that movie. You mm-hmm. should fuck it like. It either, if there's another movie that you can update it to, like the fucking Godzilla movie, update it to something yeah, else. Yeah. But it's a it, like don't chicken out on it. Fucking really go for it. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. all yeah, your shit's it. great, yeah, yeah. dude. Just that? own your shit, Come man. sit up here. Sure. I think we have room for one more person. We can probably fit you back here. <laughs> and if you start wearing hipster glasses in a month from now, I'm going to punch you right yeah, in the face. It. I swear to God. <laughs> no. Don't you do it. All right. But you no. see what I'm saying? About yeah, literally man. own it. Take yeah. it. Take yeah. it. It's yours. This is your opportunity. Because I, I'm, I can't... I can't give you specifics on material right now, but I can give you on fucking confidence and grabbing the stage, okay? Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about grabbing the stage. Here's a guy who knows how to grab the stage. Doesn't yeah. know the stage he's on right now, but this is a guy <laughs> who can literally <laughs> grab the stage, okay? After the zoo, we're going That's to all that matters, man. at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> you started great, though. You walked up, you took the mic stand, put it away, and then fucking went right ahead. Like It was like very pro shit. And then you like backed out and you're like oh, I forgot the rest of my shit I gotta get out of stage you yeah. got material like if you got shit to do keep doing it and from the technical standpoint you know you're talking about aliens not wanting to visit Montana well I mean you know I think you could go one deeper than even an independence day you know I think you could uh you know, really talk about how you could go into it by maybe mentioning something about not only do human beings not want to visit it but I don't know. This maybe is, yeah. maybe you did, how, but maybe I just didn't hear. This it, but is a good how much Montana sucks. But right, <laughs> we can't human get aliens don't to go blow there. it up. Aliens don't even go there. They they'd rather be in the middle of the desert in Roswell. Not to mention movie aliens don't even go there. You know, you could yeah. build this so that by the time you're in your Independence Day thing, yeah. uh, you're already deep What's, into it. It's like that movie uh, Contagion. Like, they had all the red dots of, like, where all the disease were. It's <laughs> yeah. just, like, open area. There's, like, right. Nobody... You can't even get a red dot. Yeah. yeah. No red dots. We can't us. even get an outbreak map. Our town. <laughs> That's good, though. That's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Play up the whole Montana angle, because trust me, no one here knows what it's like in Montana. It's right. true. That's <laughs> your, but that's your strength. There yeah. you go. Cool. How long have you been in L.A.? Um, year and a half. Almost two years. Nice. You come out here for this? Yeah. To do stand-up? Yeah. Was there any stage time whatsoever in Montana? Um, 
was stagecoach. Yeah. Not really. Uh, <laughs> did you do? No, hold on. There may be something funny here. Did you ever do stand up in Montana? Yes. Uh, they had some one nighters. Uh, Triple Run did one nighters, and then I emceed a poetry open mic. For my college. You have Shit. to talk we, about what a poetry open mic is like in Montana. Yes. People I trying please. to... Trust me, the shit will write itself. Yeah. yeah. Go home tonight and write that bit. Yeah, and then you can do one of the poems and just write a fucking poem and read... <laughs> like, pretend like you saved it and be like, oh, this is one of the poems that people would read yeah. and just read a, a funny poem. Right. People trying yeah. to blatantly plagiarize Dr. Seuss. Like, yeah. <laughs> thinking nobody else has seen it. <laughs> This but next one is called The Cat in the Hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was this one time, like, a but, like it was like a gang of, like, uh, leather poets, like, hipster, <laughs> hipstery chains. Leather poets sounds like the worst punk band yeah. of all time. We are the leather poets. Thanks for coming out, everybody. But they would they would go up there, and they would, uh, they would just, it was right around, like, high bush area era like with Dick Cheney and yeah. so they would just go up there and be like fuck George Bush fuck Dick Cheney and his oil dick fuck him back to Afghanistan and they would just go and they'd say that and then I'd go up there and I'd be like I'd make like a masturbation reference and then the coffee place would just be like whoa ease off on that alright <laughs> you don't want to talk about that bop it reminds you of jerking off thing you know so yeah. Just, yeah, work on that, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Piper, uh, Tyler, like Piper, Tyler sort of reminds me of an out-of-shape The Miz. What do you think about that? Is that a pretty good analysis? Uh, no, but you know, I might do one or two things. Yeah. I might go get a red plaid Pendleton shirt, because that's what they wear in Montana. <laughs> or at least go get a shirt with a collar, because it makes you look clean, and the audience is more more apt to kind of like you because you're taking care of yourself even though you know you're poor. <laughs> you know? <laughs> God bless you. I'll buy no. Yeah, you throw on a fucking you alligator. Said that I'll loud, buy you the shirt. But if you buy, you know, sometimes it's all in, you know, you, you are what you think and what you are what you feel. Yeah. Boom, you got to kind of snap into that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. dude. Play, it, play awesome. that up, for sure. Great job, Tyler. Thank, Thank you, you so much. That's Tyler Meznarik. He's on Twitter at Tyler Meznarik. Tyler, M-E-Z-N-A-R-I-C-H. Fuck yeah, this is very exciting. Bob, you've been on the show before. Uh, Once before, yeah. Um, uh, Steven, there's a question that I always ask people on their first time that mm. I want to ask you okay. and Roddy. Sure. Was there ever anything you did in the beginning of your career? Maybe, I mean, obviously you, Glickman, you know, on stage, anything you said or did that you can't believe that you did, or Piper, something very early on in your thing that you can't believe you did, which I'm sure the list probably looks like a... Uh, like Schindler's. It's got some things on it. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a long list. Schindler had a pretty long list, right? It was a long list. Yeah. I, don't think that was, long enough. I don't think that was written on a post-it note or anything. But um, Anything uh, you can't believe that you did? Like, uh, uh, in the beginning of my uh, when I first started doing stand up, everything I wrote was like sex jokes. That's all you know. That's kind of how most comics start. They write lots of sex type jokes, mm-hmm. or if you're like a dirty kind of person, that's what you write, and that's the kind of shit I would write. And then uh, my mom came to see me do stand up three months into doing stand up, and I did a joke about retard porn. Oh boy! In front of my mom, <laughs> that'll do it. 
And uh, <laughs> she hasn't, she's never let that one go. Like, she still brings it up. And she's like, I don't understand who would watch it. I don't, don't believe that it's real. And I think it's offensive that your mind would come up with that. And I was like, no, it's fucking real. I have one. I'll play it for you. So, yeah, that was like, that's, you know, an early screw up, I guess, in some ways. That's awesome. Piper, how about you? What do you got? Could be from uh, anything. Yeah. Uh, baby Jesus. <laughs> uh, something that I wish I hadn't done? Maybe. Or maybe it's just something maybe. embarrassing, something you can't believe that you did. Oh, I got all those categories figured out for you. I'm just <laughs> doing the editing. It's a different part. answer One for time, each one. I, I wish I wouldn't have done this one. Uh, <laughs> I just try to tell it quick. <laughs> I wrestled this guy. His name was Bad News Allen. And he was an Olympic judo player. And, uh, but he was just a social wrestler. And I had to wrestle him in Toronto Sky Dome. And he's a black gentleman. I'm from Canada, you know? So I painted myself half black. <laughs> that ain't nothing, nothing. So, and you can see it's 63,000 people that come out. I'm dancing like this. I'm trying to be like Michael Jackson. They're doing the same thing you're doing. Like, what the fuck is he doing? And I'm half black. So, split but, right down the middle. I, I, I'm pretty sure I remember. Part it. of me started to grow. <laughs> it's a lopsided thing, aerodynamic. And uh, <laughs> and so they bought this black paint, so when I would wrestle, the the sweat wouldn't take it off. So you know, I went out there and had a pretty lackluster match with this guy, and came back and I sat down, and the lady goes, and five minutes later, my cheek is bleeding. See, there was this solution, just looked like water. But Andre the Giant and Arnie Scolan dumped it out and filled it with water. Now, I'm in Toronto, Canada, half black. I can't get it off. <laughs> I swear to God. And so I proceeded to, you know, go out and get drunk as I possibly could. <laughs> and the next morning, and don't judge me because, you know, it hurts me. I woke up with all my clothes on my bed, and this hotel, my hotel door room, the door to my hotel was gone. And um, I had, there was a cowboy hat in the middle of the, I don't know, cowboy hat there. And I had had a four-foot Mickey Mouse that I bought for my daughter. And when I woke up, I forgot I was half black. And then I saw, holy shit, because I got to go from Toronto to Portland, Oregon. So I got the cowboy hat, since it might be a friend of mine. I put the cowboy <laughs> hat on, and I got my briefcase here and my four-foot Mickey Mouse there. I want to tell you, when you come through half white and half black, they get the fuck out of your way. <laughs> and the next plane to Chicago, the stewardess lady had a problem and wanted me to, to check Mickey, and a fuck you, I bought him a first-class seat, and we all drank all the way off. Wow. That is such a cool well, story. I'm sorry I did that. <laughs> That's an amazing story. Mickey got a first-class ticket. That is such a great <laughs> ending. Oh, my God. How is that Earphones. not a movie? That How is has beautiful. this not happened? I love it. Man, you, you know that in Saints Row 3, the <laughs> video game, you can play and hang out with Ronnie <laughs> yeah. in the game? Really? Yeah. And you can reenact, like... 
It's amazing. <laughs> He's in the game. Like yeah. you just get to, like you get to reenact scenes with him. It's amazing. That is so awesome. It's true, right? Yeah. That's the fucking <laughs> the fucking You know the store thing. is in GTA 5. You can come right up to that door right there. No way. Yeah, the one that's serious? right next to this stage. That's fucking crazy. It's around the back of the comedy store in the parking lot or you up could the just block come stairs. Here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You could just come here and hang out with this guy. So. Of course. That's that's so, so. All these folks just come to watch you do this podcast. Uh, some of them do. We have uh, some regulars nice. there. There's Jerry and Laney over there. Nice. Hi, uh, Jerry and Laney. Did, howdy. <laughs> Your genius mother. <laughs> really... Laney's already dropping names over there. Little Miss Royalty. I love it. How are you doing over there? <laughs> Iron pit. Of course you would, Iron Pit. Fuck yeah! Oh my god, it's amazing. This is so much fun. All right, who's ready for? Are you guys ready for your next comedian or what? Let's do it. He goes by the name of Charlie Talbert. Everyone, here he is. Talbert. Oh, wow. God, I haven't seen you guys since I roofied you in Texas. How's it going? (laughs) Mr. Letterman, evil me. I always wanted to be you growing up. I still wear skirts to this day. You remember the two towers? Good to see you again, you fuck. No, no, just kidding. Good to see you. How are you? God, you're gorgeous. What's your name? Uh, Sarah. Sarah, Jesus, you're amazingly beautiful. God, you're... I saw you sitting here alone. Excuse me, sir. You ever just look at a chick and think, God, I could overpower her? As a friend who desperately wants to have sex with you. No, I'm kidding. I do want to have sex with you. I'm just getting into the dating scene, guys. I'm getting out there. I tried this thing, Tinder. You guys have all heard of Tinder. Every comedian talks about it. If you haven't heard about it, it's this app where you, you grab the screen, you see her face, and you swipe right if you like her. And if you don't like her, you swipe left. Well, I did that like 70 times, and nobody got back to me except for my cousin who showed me how to use the app. So I got a date next Friday. I'm very excited. But I'm going to do this the old-fashioned way. I went out to the real world. I met a chick. She started talking to me, and she's like, I really like you. And I was like, I really like you, too. (laughs) So I grabbed her face and swiped right. There you go. Sweet, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. What was what was right before the ten, Tinder one? What was the joke right before the Tinder? Um, it was just uh, overpowering the woman. Talk, talking oh, yeah, to the girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Overpowering the woman. Yeah, there's, that really just made the whole uh, room uncomfortable. And it's really hard. It's really pretty much like showing your dick and having like a big open wound. Like I need to get. <laughs> I need to get this fixed, and then putting it away, and then trying to do a bunch of jokes. You know, you pretty much just bombed, put a big bomb in the room, and then tried to, like, climb back on the hill. You it's know? like it's an Ari Shafir <laughs> move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rape, I mean, you pretty much said you wanted to rape her. You know? But as a friend. <laughs> I, I, I know, but, but the joke was rape, and oh, you're, she's enough. right there. Uh. <laughs> Here's my beef with it. Here's my beef with that thing is that you went for that, you went, you played that angle, and then when it got weird, you pulled out, you pulled back. You could play it one of two ways. It's you could 
obviously be a comedian just joking about wanting to rape her, mm -hmm. or you can not mention raping her. But you can't... Don't do things play, halfway, whether right. it's rape or whether it's painting yourself black. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, fucking awesome. Go, go all just the way with it. Just rape her fully. Yeah. Gotcha. Or yeah, don't sure. rape at all. Oh, okay, no go way. black or just stay <laughs> white and enjoy the first class ticket. Yeah, but you I, know what I mean? Yeah. I agree 100%. It, it, there's a lot of weight on those comments. Like, you know look, I mean? when you put this outfit together today, right, this is, you committed to this situation. You went red shoes, red tie, red hat, dress shirt. This is a fuck, this is, this is, a, this is great. I Thank think you. it's fine. All right. Like, you might not be doing this in four years from now. But maybe, like, in the beginning, you do a little shtick thing to, like, have a thing. I did the same fucking thing when I started out. Bob will let you know. I had the fucking Friars Club, and I was doing stand-up. Oh, I'd show up shit. in, in three-piece suits and look like a fucking asshole, and but then people do, knew wow. who I was. And then he'd do 20 minutes of retard porn. Exactly. Right. Well, like, the thing is, is I oh, actually Christ. slowly went away, and that became this. This is a shtick. Like, I wear, I've got 14 of these shirts, and I... I I literally have 14 of these ties. I started out doing film and television. Now I'm doing stand-up. I fucked up. I know. Whatever. So, so I switched it up to try this style, and this is like my eighth month. No, what do you, you mean you fucked up? Wait, wait, wait. I want to hear a little more. Can I just, what do you mean you fucked well, up? Like, what did you start out doing? I, I've done about 34 <laughs> films, about 20 television shows. Um, uh, and bit, then bit I rolls? just fell out. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of the movie Angus? Uh, yeah. That, that was me. Oh, yeah. hey! <laughs> hey, it's good to see you, brother. Yeah, Wait, Angus, what's that? Wait, what, tell me what Angus was. I feel like uh, I knew it. It was uh, James Vanderbeek's first big movie, my, mine. Um, it was about a big kid who falls in love with a girl, and he can't have her. <laughs> so he rapes her. <laughs> and yeah. he rapes yeah. her. No. Oh. And at the end, he, he gets her, he triumphs, that kind of thing. Well, shit, man. This is what you should be. What? No, you should be talking about this, right? I, I do. I you, talk you about do how delve I was into more of this kind of stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. You don't come across as a guy who should be doing uh, gratuitous material for the sake of being gratuitous. You don't need that. Mm -hmm. I think you're kind of a likable, warm guy. Oh, thanks, you remind me. To me, uh, is this an old reference? Norm from Cheers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're like a Norm from Cheers, and the yeah. last thing. Oh wow. Well, fuck. There you are. Holy <laughs> shit. Look at hey, Roddy. Back here, Roddy. Look. Oh, like, that's, the that's the fucking movie, Warner Brothers movie, man. No but you joke. know what I mean? Like no, that's yeah. the kind of stuff you talk yeah, about. And perhaps right talk about the uh, the. Well, do you feel like you slipped back? Do you feel like you've fallen, or do you feel like this is a? Well, I left for five years. Why? I, um, I wanted to get married, have kids, and then I got divorced and said, "Hey, I should do stand-up comedy." And this is like my 128th time on stage. Okay, there you go. There's your journey. Talk about that stuff. I That's do. the stuff that you should be talking about, of course. I do. Yeah, I'm working yeah. on the tender joke. That's really the one that I'm trying to work with. Now, when you said that uh, you feel like you went backwards, that you did it the wrong way, mm -hmm. uh, Piper had something. Yeah, where is it? Well, you know what? I think you did fucking great. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, you know what? You did your homework. Yeah. You had something on everybody, boom to boom. And that, you know, so then you kind of... You know, you only had so much time to get over. You got all the energy, like you got everything going. You just need to tighten it up and make it work and find out where the punchlines are. <laughs> look, look. Uh, but other right. than that, you, yeah. The first time I, that's actually literally the first time that joke Good, ever bombed. But it's like staying in that moment, right, is what I should do. Is just like Either, yeah, go like, with that moment and call myself out on yeah, it. Yeah, well, here's, here's the thing. Here's the, here's the tricky thing about rape. All right, because I I've got material on rape. Everyone, I think everyone at this table has some rape material. Uh, are you playing in the, the trailer to the movie? Yeah, there he is. Angus Bethune. I can't dance. 
Is that you? You're the kid? I can't talk to girls. That's him, dude. You're Angus, right? Charlie Talbert, Sir no Angus? joke. Yeah, he's Angus, life, man. Right? But I can smash Rick Sanford's face in. Got a temper saver for the football field. Holy I'm not shit. going. You get to dance with Melissa LaBeeper. Happy Bates is in that movie, just in case you're wondering. This is a fucking real movie. We're going to turn you from a large, pathetic virgin into a large, pathetic virgin with a new look. This is Wanda. And she is your date? She's yours. Fucking A, dude. Awesome. When Angus dances with Melissa, she's never going to look back. That's my best friend in real life, Chris Owen. We just finished our 14th film together. Wow. Wow. All right, dude, that's so, awesome. Dude, give him a round of applause. Can I get your autograph? Angus. <laughs> they live, Angus. Angus, they live. Look at that. That's cool. I think we need to find this guy some good more bubble gum, you, guys, yeah. because uh, oh, shit. I don't think you want to hear anymore. <laughs> I love and respect you, Tony. Thank good you job. so much. Yeah. I, lo- I love you, Charlie. You're, I just found out you're a child star, and it makes sense since you look like a big baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, when it comes to the rape material, uh, to, do, to do a joke like that, uh, it, it, either if you put it on yourself, like, oh, I could... I could never get her because I have to fucking rape chicks to make that happen. You know, like, if you find a way of, of doing it, instead of it being, like, you're a big guy, you saying to a girl, I could rape you, seems like a little... It just... it just it, it, I got three daughters. It turns... Keep the rape thing out of the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, right? I agree. I, I, you know what I mean? Like... Like you don't have to go there, man. That's an ugly Well, I'll usually happen. follow that up in a normal routine. I've never done like a minute jam before. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. What but you I'll mean. follow that up with, you know what? There's nothing I could do to you. They need the same amount of equipment to find my penis. They need to fly and find Flight 370. You know that? Hilarious. I do shit like that. So I bring Charlie, yeah. Charlie, no, Charlie, 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 Charlie. Yeah. Roddy Piper just said, mm-hmm. "Don't do the rape joke." And Roddy will. Roddy I will Piper. never give another rape <laughs> joke on stage for there you. There you go. For you, fucking Roddy. That's the lesson. Love Roddy. Piper has spoken, ladies and gentlemen. Love you, Roddy. Thank there you, John. Charlie Talbert, everybody. There he goes. Give him a round of applause. He's on Twitter. His yes. handle is Big Guy in the Tie. Is that true? That's your real Twitter handle? Yeah, I'm going to follow you right now, Charlie. Yeah, but see, Angus raping somebody's kind of funny. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's, if he brings up Angus first. That's how the movie should have ended. <laughs> I'm going, I can't get laid. I'm just going to rape this girl instead. <laughs> Yeah. This summer, Angus is back. <laughs> Let's get another comedian up here, shall we, guys? Sarah Kenny, everyone. Sarah Kenny. Hey, hey Charlie, hey. look who it is. Oh, hey. hey. Jump on her, Charlie. Re- <laughs> it's weird. All wow. my jokes are about being raped. <laughs> So, <laughs> I went down to the numpster to throw out my <clears throat> baby, and, um, well, what happened was, all throughout my pregnancy, I drank non-alcoholic beer, and my baby came out so boring. <laughs> but the thing is, <laughs> I didn't really need the baby, I just, I really needed the breast milk. And if you've ever had a breast milk latte, you'll know exactly what I'm, what I'm talking about. So I really hate... 
I really hate guys that ride these motorcycles that are very loud to the point where you have to plug your ears when they go by because it's such an obvious plea for attention. And it's just like those guys who drive fire trucks, like also very much in need of attention. Um, so it's really hard being such a <coughs> large-breasted woman trapped in a so funny to think that uh, you thought talking about being a large-breasted woman would stop the angry West Hollywood bear. <laughs> angry West Hollywood bears do not care at all about no, breasts. they don't. 100% true. That's why they make the best enforcers at times. Seriously. Uh, all right. The dead baby thing. Let's just all pretend like that never happened. Um, she kind of saved it, I thought. Really? When she uh, said it was, you know, from drinking non-alcoholic beer and it came out boring. That, I thought that was That's funny. a funny joke. That actually saved it for me. I'd just get right to that then. If that's worth it, then I would go, I'd keep it short so that it doesn't seem so real and yeah, dark and creepy. It also doesn't make beginning. sense. You're, you're opening you, you could just say, I, I don't want dr- to get pregnant because if I did, uh, you know, I mean... I've done the non-alcoholic part by itself before. That joke's great. That's a great joke. It can totally stand alone. (laughs) I was so creeped out from the other stuff that going into that, I sort of like was numb to it, if that makes sense. Did you you really have a baby or no? Is that a joke? Okay, all right. Have you ever really had a breast milk latte? Because it is pretty disgusting. It's really sour. (laughs) No, you've had one? Yeah. (laughs) Really? Seriously? This is a real thing. Yeah. Oh, wait. wait so I've got, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. i got a real solid question here. Uh, what, why, uh, why are you doing material about having a baby and being pregnant if you are, have not had a baby and are not, we're not pregnant? I'm just, just um, asking out of curiosity. Is there a reason for that? Or do you know someone that was pregnant? Um, I've <clears throat> had some... God, this, I feel like it comes up too often. But <laughs> I, I've been on here before, and I did a joke about um, getting pregnant and then having a miscarriage, and that did happen. Oh, so okay. then that's kind of spurred some other material in my Got head. It. Yeah. Got it. Oh, well, then that, that makes sense. You know? <laughs> I love that there's two people in the doorway right now pondering whether this is the show they want to be in or not, and that's the part that they just walked Wait, guys, in guys, on. guys, guys. Stick around. He's about to rape her. Come on in. Come on in. It's all happening. Everything's going to be fine. fine. Everything's going to be fine. We're about to make another miscarriage, everybody. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. It's definitely too soon for that. (laughs) She's laughing. She's laughing. She's laughing. She's laughing. Oh, they left. Fuck yeah. Oh, thank you, guys. They did. They came in. Oh, they came in. The two newest audience members. Um, We're drawing people in with Sarah's uh, amazing... um, By telling them that I was going to Let's talk about the motorcycle thing. Shall we? Sure. It ended in firemen, right? So what's that about? Well, I, I, um, I'd actually never told that one before, so I had no idea. But uh, yeah, it was just like, I feel like motorcycles are guys who want to get attention. But fire trucks go by and they're equally as loud and they're clearly not trying to get attention. But, you know. Yeah, it, it, I, I see the idea. It needs to be changed. Fleshed out. Yeah. yeah it, it's, it's, maybe it's, start with the ambulance, maybe, or backwards. Or No. It is interesting. It's you know, allowed. You know what I'm going for. I just, yeah, it's new. I yeah, haven't I really worked on it too much. So, talking about uh, something that's really hard, like emotionally hard to talk about, like a like a miscarriage on stage, and and like making it funny and doing it for yourself, like and and like getting some. You got some good material in there for it. 
uh, that can be that can be great. Just don't trap yourself into thinking that you have to do that forever because it's your, oh, no. you know, it's. I mean, it's good. It's that that particular joke is really funny. You just don't have to. Sarah, how do much lots of material on it. You could just do one joke about the pregnancy and then just fucking hop ship, move on to something else, motorcycles and whatnot. This is and this is something I just real quick. How long have you been doing? Uh, about a year and a half. Year and a half. Do you feel, uh, as a female comic, and this is just a genuine question, do you feel predisposed towards doing edgy material to stand out, or just because of its stand-up comedy and it sort of lends itself to being kind of edgy? Do you feel like you're doing it because of that or because that's truly what you want to do on stage? Um, I, I just do it because that's what makes me laugh. That's what So you like me. doing darker material. I so do. it's an intentional choice. You're not trying to fit in or try to fit a certain no, type that's, no, I, perhaps that's what trending I like. popular. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. So For as sure. long as you're doing it because you want to do it. Because you know, you know what I mean. Right. Especially female comics. Sometimes they try to be dirty to totally. fit into the unfortunately all male club that seems to be stand-up comic for the most part and you don't come across as a inherently like edgy person and i don't i mean i not that i hate kids but i don't i don't love kids i don't really want to have kids so i do enjoy making jokes about getting rid of them (laughs) not having them see just you telling it that way made it much funnier than if you were to say it like real deadpan there's almost a joy in in you saying yeah but you're so sweet and yet you're telling me with a laugh that you enjoy getting rid of children. <laughs> well, you, There's every, something cool about that. You're having yeah. fun with the line. Piper, what do you think about all this? You have three oh, daughters, right? Or three, you have three I kids. <laughs> I think she's beautiful. Thank you. I think, you. Beautiful. Um, I think a little more wholesome. <laughs> you know, well, I'm a dad, you know. But you're so beautiful, naturally. And, like, you kind of shine. If you just told them the truth, I bet you they'd love you forever. Really good stuff. It's a really good point. Yes, you yeah. know. You know what? Sometimes, for me, when I want something, sometimes I try too hard. Instead of just like, because then the timing's right, and they get a chance to know you through the beats. Yeah. yeah. I, I do feel like in the minute time frame, I rush it a little. My timing's maybe because, not as... Yeah, because you're nervous. You're trying to keep them rolling, or... You know, all, all that great stuff, but like you're so pure, you don't, you know, you're hitting them with that right out of the chute. Like, you know, where you go true. from latte, you know, <laughs> clubbing baby seals. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, Ooh, that's you're good. The club. <laughs> <laughs> shut great up. job. Yeah, Give great her a round job. of applause, everyone. <laughs> 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 I, I love it. <laughs> oh, no, now he's grabbing oh, it. Geez. Oh, shit. <laughs> what was that? You know, every set she, she has, she's always dark and. Uh, mysterious like that. I really want to f- see what your 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 personal life is. Do you do you play a lot of video games? Are you a comic book girl? Or are how you many cats do you own? <laughs> Zero cats. Zero huh? cats. I do write some video games. Oh, she Ooh, writes video whoa. games. See, I knew there was something there. I knew there's that's a, what a video yeah, game writer some, that's is. That's a like. that's a cool chick right there. That's a girl that yeah. that has a webcam show that she doesn't tell anybody about. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I see, I see. Yeah. Um, guys, let's get uh how are we looking on time here? Nine two nine. Oh, we got one more. Okay. Piper, how you doing? You okay? Open. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, keep it going for our special guest. Ooh. Thank you so much for popping in. I'll see you in a bit. You are the greatest, Piper. The coolest. Yeah, that's so cool. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. Where's he going? 
He's a, he, he's a he, you know, Piper is a paid regular here. Yeah, no, I, I knew that. What did he say about a piano? Oh, he goes and he plays the piano. Uh, oh. Hopefully that main room show's over. I don't know if there is one tonight, it, it actually. It just got started. About oh, really? I think Roddy may, Roddy may be back up here in a couple minutes. He might it, just start playing the piano anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who's going to stop, stop him? Yeah, yeah. No, no one's going to stop that guy. When, when, it was, when he first came Excuse on me. stage, I just saw somebody coming towards the stage. I'm like, this guy's not going to stop. He's going to attack. I thought he was going to attack one of you guys. I'm like, he's going to... Oh, wait. Who is this? How do you guys know... I like, no idea. Oshak, do you have wow. gambling debts? Yeah, I didn't know what. <laughs> you are fucked. <laughs> no, I had knew, I knew he was regular here, but that was that was yeah, that was kind of cool. That was pretty. Awesome. That was really cool. <laughs> yeah, Did Roddy think fun. we were just gonna spend an hour and a half on his act? He, the um, way he kind of took that scene. I don't think. No, he didn't. He he didn't know the format coming in. Oh, okay. So he so literally he was just popping in to say hello. And That's awesome. Yeah. He really did grab my neck pretty hard, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was no joke. That guy is tough as shit. It's very, 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 very strong. It's he's the uh, a, a funny quick one about him is. Uh, you know, he was hanging out here a lot. We were doing stand up together, and uh, he made friends with a lot of us here, and. Um, and uh, he was talking about his shoulder hurting a bit for a few weeks. And uh, after the few weeks of being busy in this achy shoulder, uh, we found out that his neck was broken. So <laughs> when he says, ah, my shoulder's hurting a little bit, that means he has a broken neck. That's how, <laughs> literally, that's how tough of a human being he is. is that, that's amazing. Like, and I, I'll like complain if for a week if I stub my toe or something. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's like, mm, something's a little bit wrong. Ugh. All right, and he'd like <laughs> pop it in. He would just—he wouldn't acknowledge it for a while. It's amazing. <laughs> Toughest guy I know. It's incredible. Fuck yeah, guys! Your next comedian, everybody, goes by the name of GT. <laughs> fucking comedians dub dots just don't get it people when you're in and out of the comedy store in and out of improv in and out of strip clubs in and out of cafes networking try to make it yeah well your dog is home alone Well, your dog is home alone, horny, and naked. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're out every fucking night trying to fucking get laid and fucking trying to make it. All right, guys, how you guys doing? <laughs> I love that. Uh, most comedians doing start great, with, hey, how you, how you guys how are doing? You? Uh, he ends with it. <laughs> Wait, he's still doing his act, I think. Or is this part of the... Are you done? Yeah, done? done. Oh, Holy okay. shit, that was terrifying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe Roddy left before he came up. Yeah. Yeah. 
He must he must have known that that was gonna happen. <laughs> Piper's instincts are so good. He's like, you know what, guys, I'm going to uh, get out of here. Or, uh, it was a time. weird journey. That was a weird minute long journey. Uh, <laughs> I felt like most people were scared and or just had no clue where you were going. Then suddenly we all thought we knew where you were going, and then all of a sudden we were scared and confused again. Yeah. All in the period of about 45 to 50 seconds. There was a big laugh there that happened at one point, but it was off of her laugh. <laughs> Everybody yeah, heard somebody ass. laugh, and it made them laugh that anybody would laugh at that. Yeah. So then all of a sudden everybody was cracking up, and you took a beat. You probably thought it was your laugh. It wasn't. It was just a random laugh. Well, were it, you laughing at me, or were you laughing at my jokes? That's good. Are, are you doing? <laughs> are, is that a character that you're doing, or is this real, like a real thing? You know what? I'm confused myself. Sometimes I'll be. That's true. He goes so, in and out of it. I've seen it. I've been I've been watching GT for years. You know, I used to host oh, downstairs. Okay. So, and, uh, and and he's done this a couple times. So he comes in and out to, to where like he'll he'll be like. Uh, this guy that wants to do comedy that writes jokes and this and that and then he just fucking like we'll just like turn into this I can't even describe the other thing he, Tony was one of those guys who's the, uh, I really quite, quite sure if he liked my stuff or he didn't I don't know is he the same model as the Patriot no no he is not <laughs> <laughs> he is not Iranian oh, wow obviously very defensive uh very defensive patriot over there. He does not want to be lined up with that. <laughs> Iranians and Armenians don't really see... Uh... GT is the reason for the Armenian genocide. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, 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 oh. Settle down, GT. That's a joke. Jesus Christ. You get a couple Middle Eastern people next to each other. Next thing you know, it's yeah. fucking... Yeah. One oh. genocide reference. Suddenly someone's Mr. Thin-Skinned. Thank Come God. on, GT. We're just talking about Thank God, God there's race. no Jews on stage. <laughs> yeah. oh. right. That's all it takes. Oh, uh, Steven. <laughs> this is really awkward. You're Jewish. <laughs> okay. Yes, yeah, like that's my character. I, I, I don't really, I, I really can't tell. Sometimes I'll be like, is that really me? It's not really me. I'll be, I'll be videotaping myself. I think you yelling about, <laughs> about dogs is kind of hilarious. Like, I think it's terrifying and weird that you're doing it, and I kind of like it. So I want to do a special version of Kill Tony with you one uh, episode where we have you come on, and, and my guests are just two psychiatrists. Instead of comedians, and I want to see like what their actual feedback is. Like, well, well, I could tell from what was your father like? The, fa the fact that you went back to uh, j uh, the jerking off dog for a moment, uh, I do believe you're bipolar. <laughs> I just want to put a drop cam. I'm going to put a drop cam in his house just so I can like log in yeah. anytime and just see what he's doing. You own a house, dude? Just. You should put it in just his taxi see, Just cab. watch yeah. the movie The Room. Uh -huh. You'll just know. It's basically the same. So let me. So you've really seen, good. you've watched GT mm -hmm. right. evolve the, the, through the years. The, was this the lack of evolution? Is this a new bit? <laughs> was this new material tonight? Then? Oh yeah, definitely new material. Okay, That's new material. Uh, something. You do something. it. I, I was honestly shocked at how good your impression of the dog was that you went into in the middle there. <laughs> <laughs> My dog. I had two dogs. One of them got hit by a car. Oh, oh shit! shit. So, well, yeah, don't don't use that. In the did act. did he have the? Did, let me ask you this. He was did, always crying. Did the other? Did he have the other dog? Put the car out of park to run him over. 
No, it was no. a suicidal dog joke, everybody. It would have been uh, not only a suicidal dog, but one that communicated to the other dog to get into the car, but to take the parking brake off. I mean, it was a dog, suicidal and with a plan, and it went nowhere, but I floated it out there. You should give that time. joke to Charlie Talbot. <laughs> yeah. It's too much work. Do you, do you, have, a, uh, do you have a vine? Because it seems like you'd be a vine celebrity. Oh, yeah. A vine. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, you know, my cousins of mine are all like, hey, you should get on Vine. You should get on this. You should get on that. No, 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 no. I'm, talk- I'm sick and tired of this Twitter, Facebook. Suck my And time over. Stay perfect. There you go. That's, that's it. Yeah. That's a there six second. The only thing I would add to that is while you're doing the impression of your high-pitched cousins, you just... That could be like your get or That could be a whole series of Vine videos, the jerk-off. I'm over it, man. I'm over the social media crap. It's like high school all over again, bro. People stalking me. People want to know what's up. People unfriending me. People coming back, want to be back friends again. And cut. And there, cut. there we go. That's, there we go. That's, That's it. That's fine. Saying. That's there we go. And then it repeats yeah. over and yeah, over, over and over again. You want to be friends again? Maybe do it like like in just like tidy whities while like eating a hot dog in a bathtub or something. But but you could like totally become a Vine celebrity. These people are making fucking killer. Yeah. And then you can go do your comedy wherever the fuck you want and to based on six seconds, yeah. seven seconds. Yeah. And you're sick of everything. I'm going to log on to Vine. It's true. Yeah. So there you go, GT. Remember, uh, GT, you're sick of everything. Yes. That's your angle. You're yeah. sick of everything. Steal an iPhone. Just, just try it out. Try it out. Steal an iPhone. I'm sick of it, bro. No, no, no. I'm what sick you, of it. What do you think of trees? Trees. If you ever see an Armenian in a tree, if you ever see an Armenian in a tree, most likely that Armenian up on the tree right. is the branch manager. And cut. <laughs> branch, branch manager. You're there branch you manager. It was brilliant. Brilliant. GT, <laughs> congratulations. You're done the being a stand up comedian. The future is bright. You have a whole future in Vine. You know there what? You Vine celebrity. There's a spoken word slam in Montana looking for you, GT. <laughs> Seriously, brother. Awesome. Go for it. Hang out with the leather poets. Thank you. Amazing. All right, everybody. This is the part of the show where we have our two regulars come on that uh, work out a new minute each week. Um, and uh, how exciting. So let's do it again, everybody. You know uh, her from dropping out of uh, college at the University of Florida. Um, and she started right here on this show, and she's come back every week since with a brand new minute. Put your hands together for the great Kimberly Congdon, everybody. Here she Just divide it, and please don't knock it until you've tried it. So to all of you bitches. <laughs> was I supposed to keep dancing? Yeah. Oh. I was giving you an Ellen moment. Late. <laughs> all right. Okay, well, this has been weird already. Uh, guys, no, women are confusing. We're weird characters. Uh, there, I feel like there's different excuses for us to be confusing, though. Like, okay, we're the only people in the entire world that want these two things at the same time, uh, food and weight loss, which doesn't make sense. Um, but there, I feel like there's, there's some things that are excusable, like being in love, because there's a thing called pheromones. Have you guys heard of that? It's um, basically your body telling you it wants to be with somebody, um, mine are really in tune. I matched with my pheromone partner July of 2012. And man, did those pits smell good. <laughs> it was weird. Guys think, guys think I'm inviting them over to watch movies and like hang out, but I'm just trying to sniff their armpits, which is fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> what about armpits, guys? Those are weird and smelly. Sometimes I want to braid armpits on guys and do weird things to boys and their butts. 
certain things. Wow. All right. Um, that really yeah. worked out, That this plan. I feel like, yeah. You like that bombing, right? Uh, very much so. Thank you. I think you have a great idea. I mean, I don't think you have the right approach yet. I totally think that there's something with pheromones and smelling and something there. I don't think you need to ask people whether they know about it and those things like you do. You guys know about that? Like, yeah. Everyone knows about pheromones. no point to ask questions. Yeah. I don't you, know got, you just want to tell people things. You want to give them information. So, yes, pheromones is a thing. And, yes, here's what you do. And, it, and it's you're asking... Uh, there's just questions there, so it's just the front end is so filled up, and yeah. it, there's ums there that just stand out. They pop hard because the way that you talk um, has these <laughs> r- has these like chords, you know, like bop 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 bop. I don't. You guys know what I'm talking about? So so when you s- hit that and you end up at an um, it's like a very it really stands out more than even if I say um. Like the way that I'm talking right now, it's like a ba ba da ba ba da ba ba da ba ba ba. You know, but but if but if but if I was going guys, you know, like I can't even I can't even do an impression. My mind's like blank. Yeah, it was very. I I noticed it also because it was really like um um like you were almost like and the thing about that is that like you like go up and down notes yeah. like. I feel like that's also sometimes just not knowing what I want to say in my jokes. I'm trying to like. I've been trying to just fill things in as I go, and sometimes I just don't have anything. And when you have a minute, you're like, I need something now. So I'm like, uh. But uh, I think that's part of it is that you don't need something now and that you can riff whatever just comes out, and you can fail, but it's better to take the chance and let it rip and fail than it is to uh, try to figure it out really quick right in the last second and figure it out and do it and and then fail. You know what I mean? So it's better to at least sound calm and sound like yourself. And, you know, you, doing a new minute each week is like the hardest thing in the world. We talk about this all the time. So <laughs> especially I feel like it's getting harder, too. Of course. Yeah. Well, but I don't think it really should. Well, don't I, because Start having more one-night stands and stuff. And, you know, you know, the comedy will find you. Yeah, yeah. definitely that. I feel like... <laughs> I don't know. And also, I try to talk about, like, my opinions and stuff. And I... F- at 23, my opinions change all the time. So I'll think one thing one day, and the next week I'll be like, I was a fucking idiot last week, and I don't think that at all anymore. So it's always... I mean, what do you... What yeah, but remember, if yeah. you think you're a fucking idiot one day, it'll change again, and you'll think you're smart again. That's yeah. part of it, <laughs> because your opinions change so much. Yeah. So play into that. All I know is I have no idea what your bit was about, to be <laughs> honest. But if you do figure it out, <laughs> I don't. I, don't, I mean, it's hard. Yourself, it's hard to write on a new topic. You have topic. to ask yourself questions about pheromones. Like you have to ask yourself, what is it that you like about it? How do you try to get a whiff? How do you try to sneak that if you're really into it? How was, you know? Why do you? What do you? Do you really try to get a whiff doing? of well, guys' armpits? No. Okay. Well, By the way, I'm totally. I, I I totally agree with her on this. Well, I think that there's a like you ever. You, you, you ever smell you know, like, attracted like to their... a woman? You know what I mean? Like the actual yeah. like, like the body. There's odor. a reason why the bodies do that, and it is for that reason. And if it's it, sure. it it there is babies. a, it's why, true. Why do you think Axe today. body sprays a thing? Yeah, that's exactly no, what it it's is. Different. They figured no. out a I certain mean, like the, that smell like the that we got to rock. I got to move on. Thank you so much, Kim Congdon. <laughs> okay, bye. She's on Twitter at Kimberly Congdon. Sorry, I got to fly. Great job. Lost track of time again. Uh, your final comedian of the night, the always goofy and lovely Sarah Wineshank, everybody. That ass and that click. You know I like that freaky 
funky shit. Girl, you know you look so cute. Throwing that pussy the way you do. <laughs> Whoa, what's up? Guys, you think married couples stay together because they both love the bed so much? Like, they don't know who's going to get that bed if they separate. You think they stay together because they don't want to put the sheets on their beds alone? Because that is the hardest shit in the fucking world. That's its own job. It's like having a child, like changing a diaper. You got to strip the bed. You got to take everything off the bed. And some of those things are still clean, like the pillowcases, they might be clean, but the sheets aren't, but you want to do them all together. It's a pain in the ass. Then you put it in the washer, you put it in the dryer, guess what happens? Still not dry. Because that duvet cover, guys, takes a long ass time to dry. And then when it's time to put that duvet cover back onto the comforter, you got to line the corners together. <laughs> And that's when... Yeah, you can't keep going. Sarah Weinshank, everybody. Unfortunately, we've run out of time. So this is going to be a special thing that we do uh, where uh, we'll update you on the uh, something or other next week. Okay. Uh, I'll save a few extra minutes at the end. We have to say something real quick. We have a hard hard out. I have no idea what... what, It's like a broke-ass Natasha Leggero, and I like it. (laughs) It's very funny. (laughs) It was very instructional. It was very instructional. Yeah. So yeah. So how how about sheets. we talk to her after the show? Sure. And then at the next next week, we'll talk about this again. We'll I bring just, it back up again. I just learned again. what a duvet cover was recently, so you can't I just be throwing that. out duvet covers. I thought I was like, there's going to be the guy covers. that doesn't know what a duvet cover is. I'm so is. sorry okay. we ran out of time. Bye. We're out of time. Sweet. Follow Bob Oshak on Twitter at Shackknife. Yeah. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> Glickman? At Steven Glickman on Twitter and funny guy from TV on YouTube. How about that for you an ego man? Watch yeah. Big Time Rush. What are you, season six? Uh, Workaholics, watch- season yeah. finale. Workaholics. Hormos Rashidi. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Hormos Rashidi is on Twitter at Hormos Rashidi. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much, live audience, for coming out to episode 50 of Kill Tony. Thank you so much, everyone. Stick around for the Ding Dong Show. I do when I'm fucking And when I'm tired The bitches are sucking I double team with a friend of mine Luke's in front and I'm behind Just riding you like a pony While you suck my dick Making me horny